Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I'm your Indian Center host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, a guy who maybe now has no team to root for since his team has been knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, Who's my team? Josh Sroka. Who's my team? Don't lie. We saw you wearing the... Joe Flacco jersey uh, while watching the Browns game? Well, yeah, I was watching the Browns game. I mean, I wore a Ravens jersey to watch the Browns game. I think that's as close as I can get to a weekend where there's no Ravens football. Okay. Uh, Well, your your boy got crushed. I know. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. He was... but Before that game, he was the the comeback story of the year. Fun guy to root for. Um, But... If we really want to dig into Wild Card Weekend, I believe your text might, or did I just lose you? What was my text? You were cheering for the Steelers. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope all Baltimore sports fans were, because you'd rather play the Steelers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to play the Bills. Well, what about the Texans? Would you rather play the, the Texans or the Steelers? I was just looking at one round. I was no, I wanted two rounds. Yeah, I I wanted to play the uh, the Dolphins. I mean, I don't. Yeah, or I'm glad oh, yeah, that, I play that I'm glad that Kansas City and Boston play each other, so we don't have to play both of them. Okay, <laughs> you said Kansas City and Boston. I'm just gonna let it go though. Um, I said Boston. Yeah, yeah. We know what you mean. Uh, those tracked and got the towns wrong. Yeah. No, the. The setup against the uh, Houston Texans is, is interesting because I was a little surprised. We were we're nine last time I checked. We're nine point favorites, which That's... sounds about right on the one hand because we've dominated the the league. We've dominated late, lately. On the other hand, the Texans look really good against the Browns. I think anyone who bet the Browns last week from the moment the game started, they were like, "Oh crap." We should have remembered this is the Browns. Yep. And yep. and the Texans I made that are and I think everyone felt like that. Yeah. And the Texans, I think, were just a better team all around. And but the, I think people thought because CJ Stroud was a rookie that when he got in the playoffs, so he would forget how to play quarterback. You mean like Lamar Jackson has? Um, yeah. And but he didn't forget how to play quarterback. He played really well. Right. And I was surprised that the Cleveland defense couldn't do anything to him. But this is going to be a different test. So the Texans are coming in hot. C.J. Stroud is playing well. Um, but, you know, they're going to go away from the Dome. They're going to go out in these fridges. It's supposed to be cold on Saturday and play against a, a Ravens team playing really good. Oh, and by the way, Mark Andrews is back to practice. So I'm just yeah, I'm, what I'm, is, I'm pumped for Saturday. What does that mean for Sunday or Saturday if Mark Andrews is back at practice? They, is he's going to try to go, right? I assume, yeah, he was full participant. So he wasn't even like part, he was like full participant. Right. So I assume he's good to go. All right. I like, I expect then some two tight end packages out there. Yeah. I, mean, I don't take CJ Stroud lightly. I think the dude's a stud. I think they have some good playmakers. Um, but obviously the Ravens have been the best team down the stretch here. And so I expect that to continue. I but agree. I'm excited for the game. No, it is. It's exciting. And it's uh, the Ravens are doing what you the Ravens are holding up their end of the bargain to keep us entertained all the way up to spring training. Yeah, it's I know a, it's a tougher ask because it means we're asking for it all the way to the Super Bowl. But yeah, they're, it, they're getting us up there. It's been a bummer kind of two weeks because the last two weeks the Ravens haven't. I mean, there was the if you want no, to call it a game, Steelers game doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like a preseason game, and then. And then last week they didn't play, so I'm like I'm I'm itching for some Ravens football because they're so fun to watch right now. So I yeah I'm pumped for Saturday. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get a hold of Dad and go watch it with him. And, yeah, all right. I think I'll, I'll come down for the Super Bowl. 
Super Bowl, that'd be good. We all get yeah. together somewhere for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm good. down. Fair. So, um, and then uh, and then after that, we'll see each other for spring training. You want to transition to some baseball? Yeah, the, there's been actual Orioles news to talk about. Orioles are are making moves happen. This let's, has been let's stretch it as far as news. <laughs> You're stretching it a little bit. There's you think so? Talk about. I don't know if I would classify it as news. All right. I mean, I, the three big things that, I, at least to me, and maybe I'm missing something, is we signed 19 international picks. We um, went to arbitration, solved most of the arbitration cases. We still have a couple more pending we can get into. And then the other news is we opened up the um, facility in the DR, and that was the big kind of yep. new two event. So um, uh, who's who event? So I, I, I think th- those are – um, especially the, the two kind of bookends are exciting the developments about the signings, the prospects, and relatedly about this new DR facility. I mean, I think that's exciting, good news for the Orioles. But maybe you don't think so, Josh? Oh, did Josh just leave me? Josh just dropped me out on here. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do the show solo if Josh doesn't. Josh, uh, he thought it was light news. I thought that was pretty significant news. Those three things. Uh, and so maybe Josh is like, these are, are so not important. And I don't even want to talk about them. Um, I want to get to the, the 19 guys we signed before that. I want to talk about the this uh, DR facility, Dominican Republic. And I want to see if Josh, how many names Josh knows from this star-studded list who, who came to the unveiling. I see if Josh is paying attention. Uh, what was it? Um, Batista? Hanser Alberto. As, oh, hey. Has it ever happened where I've dropped off the call? I think it's always your internet that drops off, but my Chrome completely locked up and then just crashed. No. Mid-conversation. So we'll see. Okay. Well, this this is good because you're right. It's usually me. So now I feel better. Yeah. Whenever it happens to me the next 10 times, I'll remember it's the one time yeah, it no. happened to you. I, it's, yeah, I was going to say it's the first time and hopefully only time. So right. you were going through some of the arbitrations? Yeah, like Hans Alberto and <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero. Um, these are these are old guys, not current arbitration issues. Um, and Felix Batista and Melvin Moore. You know what all these guys have in common? Uh, they all are from the Dominican. I might be making up Melvin Moore. I don't know. Is that true, Melvin Moore? Um no, the, these are all guys who, yes, uh, and these are all guys who, who Baldo Jimenez, um, yeah, Melvin Moore, who else? Now, Baldo Jimenez, Baldo Jimenez was at the uh, opening. That's what I'm talking academy. about. All these guys, and Felix Batista was there. All these guys were at the opening ceremony. Yeah. All the guys I'm, I'm naming. So, like, no. the Orioles brought a bunch of guys back, which I thought kind of was, I didn't see a lot of people talking about it, but I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. It was cool to see those guys. It's cool to see the Orioles invest in, we, they made this announcement last year, uh, last year, I believe is when they announced that they would be building this. So they built it pretty fast, quick turnaround. I thought it was two years ago, but yeah, it was, Maybe it was, it was two years. I mean, I'm guessing you don't have as many building inspectors and everyone down in the Dominican, but who knows either way, it looks like an awesome facility and, uh, it's cool to see this. It's crazy because those Dominican kids, we draft them at the age of like 16. And then they go to this academy, and it's basically their school where they teach them baseball and English and get them ready for the, for the majors. Right. So it's a little – and there's cafeteria, like a little college campus. Yeah. Um, it's, kind of deal, yeah. It's really, uh, it's really a neat thing. I'm sure there's probably some private institutes in the States like that for like if you really want to dedicate your life to baseball – yeah. But, I mean, it's cool. It's a neat way to be kind of set up in the Dominican. So it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, there's a reason that, I mean, the DR, I don't know what the population is, but the proportion of MLB players right, that come out of such a small country is kind of wild, but it's because a lot of them kind of eat, sleep, and breathe baseball. Uh, and... But I, I just thought it was cool from uh, tapping in to both Orioles history and our connection with the Dominican Republic 
going back to older players, but also, I mean, our most recent guys, Felix Bautista, came out of the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And so it was cool to connect kind of the current with the history. And and that was just, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun to see Obama Jimenez wearing his Orioles cap. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was yeah. cool. I, it I didn't was. get mad. I didn't get mad. Nope. I you, uh, when it's old guys like that, you can't get mad. It's like it wasn't his fault that he came in and blew that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. Um, and so I just thought I thought it was cool for Michael Elias not just to build the facility, but I thought he did the opening ceremony right. And kind of at that same, I mean, that happened. Um, I don't know, just right a couple of days ago, and just yesterday was we signed. 19, 19 right? players, not, not, not all from the DR, <laughs> but some of them were from the DR. Yeah, 19 kids. Yeah, the majority of which were from the DR. I have a list up now. And actually, oh, yeah, um, actually, well, one, two, three, four, five, six are from Venezuela. Right. I assume they're going to send all of them to the Dominican Academy. I don't know how that works. Um, and, then, and then the rest, outside the people from Venezuela, the rest are from... The Dominican. And I don't know, Josh, because then there's also that, that league in Florida where they play at. But I think you graduate the Gulf from, Coast League. What league uh, in Florida? You know, there's I don't know. There's the league in Florida where all the 17 and 18 year olds play. I I'm making this up. I thought you that get was the like birch the... people on here. I thought that was just like Florida complex, like where they would bring them to work out. Yeah, yeah, it's like a complex, um, but then uh, there's other teams uh, like Boston yeah. and the Yankees. Yeah, they yeah, it's just, they it's just, yeah, it's just the year-round baseball workouts there. So. Right, but there's like an official. They have like a, they have games and they keep track. Yes, they do. And stuff. Yeah, and and, and 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 so I don't know what, at what point you go from. I I mean I don't know if it's if it's a couple of eighteen or nineteen. Like I don't I don't know what. Point. I think it's like right yeah like right before a ball like I feel right like, before a ball. You know you sign Jackson Holiday you send him there immediately because you want him to get like a yeah. season in there because it, he's drafted near the end of minor league ball and stuff. So or it's yeah guys I think he might have went right to a ball but yeah yeah um, yeah. So anyway it's it's um, I'm not gonna I mean I know people are making assumptions just based on the dollar amount. And there was, I think we got two guys in top 40, which was encouraging. But I, I, I'm even the two guys top 40 means nothing. I no. remember a few years ago, like, what was his name? Victor, Victor Mesa or something was the big guy that we were wanting to get in the Marlins got him. I've never heard his name again. Like, I, 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 well, I, that, I'm not, I'm not giving my hopes up or excited about any of these signings. I think it's good. Continue to do it. Continue. I mean, this is kind of the, the hard work you've throw out a hundred seeds and you hope one or two of them bloom and baseball is um, a numbers game. Exactly. You sign 19 of these guys hoping that one of them makes it onto your roster. Yeah. I hope you get one Felix Batista out of them. Correct. Yeah. So I agree. It's, it's good news. It's something that uh, philosophically we didn't participate for a while in. And so now we're the opposite. We have a top line facility. Um, we're, we're, having really good signings every year now, and they're just going to get better when, 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 presume now with this facility um, we seem to kind of develop these connections which i think is really important um, i think it's cool to see Felix Batista down there and these other players not just in terms of kind of honoring the Orioles, but kind of helps with the re recruitment i'm sure yeah of these younger players so yeah and that would just continue um so that's good so i guess the dodgers can have all of japan and we'll focus on the dr <laughs> That's that's fine. It's a little cheaper. I I understand. Yeah, that's true. So, the uh, the Orioles also this week released their movie one hundred one. Oh, so much news! I didn't even mention that in all my news. No, there's I the arbitration that they also talk the, about the movie. Oh, also the oh, the also top, the, the top prospects, top prospects, first team ever to have Baseball America top three overall prospect. Can, all right. In the world, three straight years. Can I ask you something? Yes. That's really cool and says really strong things about our drafting to have Adley, then Gunner, then Jackson. Very cool. But it also kind of says where we were that we were able to take number one picks overall for three straight years. Right? Like, isn't there a little bit of like, well, I guess Gunner wasn't a number one pick. No. He so was I guess a, it cares more about draft. I'm just saying. Supplemental pick. 
you don't see teams that are great all the time having top farm systems. And 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 when Jackson Holiday was taken number one, not everyone agreed that he was the number one overall right, pick to good. go to. All right, good. So this speaks highly of Michael Elias and the way we draft. I think it does. And I think even better, it speaks about how we develop players. Because we're getting Jackson How I mean and, and Josh, prior to Michael Elias, we would all we would get top picks in the draft. Sometimes even number you're one. Right. Yeah, you're and, right. And, I, and they almost never worked out. But yeah, I get your point. Like we have I, a better shot shot at this than the Dodgers and Braves do. Like I get that. I yeah, and the fact that Ad, Adley was, is turned out, Gunner turned out, and now everyone's just assuming Jackson Holiday is going to be a star this year is huge. And I still, I keep staring at Jackson Holiday, and I can't believe that this kid is going to be playing for the Orioles this year and is a year older than my daughter, a year older yeah, than wild. Emma. It's crazy that yeah, this kid wild. is going to be up there, and I can't wait, can't wait to cheer him on. Yeah, I saw, I probably shouldn't have mentioned this, I, I just saw right on, on X, right before I logged on, I just, oh, sunglass guy. Uh, we we like him, but he, he had a tweet saying, you know, that um, about temperance and expectations, which I get, that get Jackson, Holiday, Jackson Holiday could hit 520 with 20 home runs in spring training and won't be called up until the end of May because that's how the Orioles run things. No, we're gonna, he's Jackson Holiday is going to be on this team opening day. If he Settle plays down. well, he's going to be. Just Adley got hurt. He his plan was opening that's day. Right. Hurt. Gunner was up here before anyone expected Gunner to be here. Yep. Heston Kerstat moved fast. If it wasn't for the myocarditis, he would have moved fast through the system too. Right. They're not slow playing these positional hitters. No, they're not. Um, and no. and if especially these t- now the the lower ranked prospects, the like Connor Norby, like maybe you can, but that's just because lack of room. Top prospects. They're, they're Did, watch what they're doing. The minors are not letting them play a whole year in any level. They're moving them right. up. Jack Holiday, uh, he ended the year at triple A. He right. ended the year at triple A. He moved up three levels. Well, what are you talking about? Slow that are, are, what are you implying that our management yeah. is, is slowing the only, these guys down? That's not true. We're fast tracking them. Right. The, the only, the only slight argument you could give to slow tracking a player was Grayson Rodriguez. Yes. But, we don't know if that was the case or if the in- if there was still something we wanted to see from him because he also took more refinement after he came up. Yeah. To get to and the I, love now. Right. And I will argue to my grave that he was going to be caught up the, before he got hurt. Right after he got that yes. next start. Oh, was I told totally him to call up. His last start in AAA was when he got hurt. I'm convinced yes. of that. Um, and then it made it look really bad because that extended his time in AAA. Right for, uh, until the next year. So right, it wasn't supposed to be that way. Right. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, but but, I, but I, specifically with the hitters and position players, like pay attention to what's in the mind. L- listen to on the verge some more because they're moving these guys fast through the system. All right. Yes. Um. So that's cool. Um. All right. right yeah. So the movie. Uh, did, yeah, did you, you watch the, the movie? I did. I did. Which I hate the name 101. I get it's based on the number of wins. We won 101 games. Right. But it, there but there's there's a a um a lot of popular movies that start with the title 101. Yeah. And I, I don't like the name because I cannot say 101 without the theme song to 101 Dalmatian Street getting stuck in my head. Okay, that doesn't happen to From me. The, uh, yeah, it will one day. Okay. You know, I and I knew this would happen, listeners, and I apologize. This is a cool video that the Orioles made recapping the season. Yeah. And I knew Josh couldn't get a sentence out without putting on his critical little glasses and wait, judging wait. the Orioles. And even no, in I, the title, I just knew that this was coming, listeners. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry he takes these moments and he just – becomes this overly critical and I, I feel like when josh when i watched this and i watched it with my son silas and we okay. sat there on, on the bed and watched it on our computer because i couldn't pull it up on the tv because it's on that stupid website and so we watched uh-huh. it on the computer I, I kept my mouth shut about that because i waited until it hit youtube so then i could pull it on other things 
Oh, you can watch on YouTube now? Yeah, now you can search for it on YouTube. You know what made me mad? Now I'm going to be with you, super critical. How come <laughs> I could, the first thing I did is I tried to pull it up on the MLB app. And I thought, I well, did the they have thing. videos on the MLB app. Yep. Why is it, it not a video on there? I did the same exact thing. I tried that and it didn't work. So then today I finally got around to watching it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, we no. I Orioles.com and it doesn't work great on the big TV. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, it's on YouTube. So you can search for it on the YouTube app on your TV and find okay. it. Okay. Um, well, my but, son's watch it twice. When he goes to watch it a third time, he'll go there and watch it. But that's the only critical thing you'll hear me say about it because it's oh a great my. video. It's great memories. It's oh, wow. sure. There's always things I would have done differently, but it's, it's a great video. It's great memories. It reminds me of the why not video. That is our childhood that we will cherish. It reminds me of the buckle up birds after 14 years of losing. It's a cool video. I liked the interviews with uh, Jeff Arnold and Kevin Brown, as well as Michael Eisen, the players, but I liked, and Ben McDonald, I liked hearing these guys talk about you making the call. Brett Hollander. And Brett Hollander, of course. Okay, okay. All those. I enjoyed the video. I did enjoy the movie. I just, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Why was the, there no Jim Palmer? Um, There was Jim Palmer. Only clips of him, like, in the booth talking. There was no... Yes, he did not Palmer sit talking. down for a separate interview. Right. So... You okay with that? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I yeah. thought it was very well. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. It's a fun season to look back on. Um, the problem is, it reminds me of the 89 video. It reminds me of the Buckle Up Birds video. And the problem with all three of these videos is the season ended too early. Well, it wasn't... Well, that, when we got done watching it, my son said two things. The first thing my son said was, well, how come they, they, they didn't show the playoffs? I said, well, son, they like movies yeah. with happy endings. And, yeah, correct. And and then he said, uh, can we watch it again? <laughs> so he liked it. Um, my a, a couple of my uh, – and I, I thought it – I mean, it's interesting you're making those comparisons. Um, that, I, I thought this video felt more like a documentary and lacked a little bit maybe of the funness. Yes, that, that would be my – Maybe the other videos, especially the Why Not video had. Agreed. That's my critique is I felt like when they showed mic'd up stuff, when they showed conversations about the birdbath, when they showed Homer Hose stuff, it's all stuff I've seen before. Where yeah. there wasn't a behind-the-scenes type look at this stuff. It was more of a documentary style, like, hey, let's sit back and remember this year, which is good, Yeah, but it's a you're right, it's a documentary. Yeah. Um, a couple of things just about the season that kind of was... I was reminded of as watching the the 101. Um, and that's first of all, you think about this team, right? You think about the the stars on this team, um, yeah. like Adley Rutschman, like Gunnar Henderson, like Santander, kind of the foundation of this team. But like the players that are highlighted repeatedly are the players at the beginning of the season that no one would have expected to yeah, even it was, be part of the team. It was right. Like they highlighted an Adam, an Adam Frazier double. Yeah. Like even before that beginning, like when they did like these focus on one player, it was like Ryan O'Hearn. Yes. And then it was like um Cano. And then it was like Aaron Hicks, right? Yeah. No, it exactly. was all it was... these role players that we forget had such a significant um contribution to this team that we did not account for having this conversation at the same time last year, not once yes. in our podcast did we mention the names O'Hearn or Cano or Hicks. And even like Hicks, when they signed Hicks, we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And here Elias is like, hey, Mullins went down. I knew Hicks was available. I grabbed him. And looking back, it's like, yeah, Hicks was the perfect fit for that. And Hicks yeah. did get us through that. And then you got Elias sitting there and saying, I don't know if we would have gotten where we were without Hicks on this team. And that's cool stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, overall, um, I really liked it. It also was kind of cool to see uh, no fans in the stands begin the season. And then throughout the video, there's like more and, and more fans. Up, in the stands. Up. Yeah. Um, so, that, that was, there was some cool moments. 
Um, I thought sometimes they could have like like that Frazier double to me is just such a big moment. And it was like I remember the at bat. It was like one and two. And I think it was against Fairbanks. It was like throwing 102 miles per hour. Yeah. And I think they could have like done a better job of setting the context of some of the at bats. Oh, or like, but yeah, just like setting the scene a little bit more. Yes, I agree. Um, but but that's a minor thing. I, I did like a little slight behind the scenes about how when they clinched playoffs, how they weren't going to have much of a celebration. We're just going to have a nice yeah. celebration, but it was such a big win that it just turned into this huge celebration. Yeah. So I like that. I enjoyed that part. Um, no, I agree. Right. Was- they could have set up the big Santander home run, the Ryan O'Hearn uh, home run, the double. They could have set all this stuff up a little better. Yeah. Um, and- uh, DL Hall coming back. Oh, yeah, that's another kind of big story I thought was cool that they kind of missed out on a little bit. Yeah. Um, His journey. But uh, was it – who was it? Well, it was Ben McDonald, right, telling the story about D.L. Hall. Yeah. And he came in and said – was it – or was it – No, it was Grayson Rodriguez. It was Grayson Rodriguez coming in to face the Dodgers. Against the the Dodgers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was cool to see Ben McDonald be like, oh, this guy's fired up. Yeah. And, and of course, he came in and dominated. Yeah. Uh, which kind of was the start of his run at the, at the end of the season. But yeah, it's nice. Man, it got me excited for baseball season. I love that when baseball season gets here, it's every single day there's something exciting. Yeah. Like we, talk, we talk about how with Ravens, we had two weeks of, of nothing. And with baseball, you get maybe a day of that. Maybe you get a Thursday off. Maybe a Monday yeah. off. Yeah, and just the amount of just unexpected heroes. And, yeah, it was just – it made you just be romantic about baseball to see all these great moments. And it was fun to watch it. Casas and I were talking, and, like, you remember these big moments in the season. Yeah. Good and bad. Like, you remember the big spot about Batista injury. We also remember that big series in Tampa Bay where we went to Tampa and, and saw that. And so, like, Sass and I were, like, talking, like, well, when are they going to show this moment? And kind of trying to predict when they're going to show that oh, moment. That's cool. Well, when will they show the Sunday night, you know, the seven runs, which I thought they could have played that up more too, by the way. Right. Yeah, but, true. But that big seven-run night. Blowout. yeah. Um, and so it's kind of cool having these. And then there were some things that I had forgotten um, uh, that that even happened. Um, like who was the the first injury, the injury early on um, that they showed? Cedric? Wasn't there an injury before Cedric? I remember the Cedric, and then and I was like, oh, I forgot he was out for a little while. Um, now I'm, I'm blank on who who got hurt for a little bit. But anyway, um, even now. But yeah, I thought it was it was cool both to remember things I'd forgotten, but also to kind of anticipate these cool moments that you knew were coming. So yeah, I yeah. thought it was cool. And they should do it every year. No, totally every year, as long as these seasons are fun. Uh, it made me, I had this idea where, because you're right, because they were bringing up, oh, Aaron Hicks made this huge play. Ryan O'Hearn made this huge moment. Austin Hayes, it was healthy most of the, all season, I think, became this big star. I want to do this season on Section 336. We got to figure out how what we call it or whatever, but I want to do like the hero of the week or something where, you know, we give one that player just praise for a week and he's the guy for that week. And yeah. we can kind of keep score. And then at the end of the season, we can be like, Man, look at this. Gunnar Henderson was our star player, star of the week for 10 weeks and do something cool like that because I want to remember all of this, especially yeah. when we're going in. We went in with no expectations last year. We went in. You and I had high expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean we media, played decent the, the year before, so there was hopes that we could build off right. that. But still, national media said, said yeah. we'd be in last place. And they this did a year, great job of, I think, feeding in the, the national media they did. sound bites. I was they waiting did. for a section through the six sound bite. Didn't hear no, that one. I was also looking for some Marvel sports t-shirts and couldn't see any of that. Oh, you were looking for those? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought they could have more shots to the crowd. I was like, show me some more Tampa Bay crowd. But I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I totally agree with all that. I lost my train of thought, but I... No, you were talking about being like recognizing someone each week. Yeah, I want to recognize someone week. each yeah. week as like the star, the guy for that week. So then we have like at the end of the season, we can look back and remember. 
how did this guy get this many stars or whatever? You know, our gold stars or coconuts, whatever we want to hand out, but a little award each week of that of of the guy that week. Yeah. So um no, it, it's a good point because like we said, there was these guys on this roster who at the, when we were having the same conversation in January last year, we would have never kind right. of even even foreseen that they not only would even make the team let alone have a significant say. And 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 you would think that becomes harder and harder every year because our roster is more solidified every single year. So is there even room for that? But, but there happens. is. That's what's special with baseball. And we always, <laughs> like, we wrap it up at the end of the year with the OVP. All right, Gunnar Henderson was the OVP this year. But we need to do something weekly so that we can recognize Ryan O'Hearn, Aaron Hicks, Jorge Mateo, these guys who don't come off your lips as the star of the year, but made a key impact to get you those 101 wins or whatever it is this upcoming season as we roll in like with huge expectations on this team. They also didn't show the Ryan McKenna dropping that first. Yes, they didn't. They did not talk about that. <laughs> In the second game of the season, dropping no. that ball, and we would have. That would be. Uh, that would be made by a. That would. That would be something maybe you would see, if like ESPN did a thirty for thirty or something. Not when it's made by yeah. the Orioles about the Orioles. <laughs> You're not going to yeah. see the negative. That's yeah. It's why the playoffs they avoided. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm also curious to see if they do this again. Uh, I'm curious to see how our players' personalities develop because I feel like, like right now, I don't want to say our players without personality. I think Adley Rutschman did a lot of fun stuff last year. Um, they did some dress up. I remember going to New York and working at the MLB store, and he was funny there. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, um, it seems like there were some good personalities in the bullpen. But a, lot, a lot of these young players, understandably, are there trying to make a name for themselves. So maybe are less um, outspoken or less, you know, maybe comfortable with their their kind of unique personalities, I mean, or maybe they're all just quiet, hardworking kids, and so they don't. Yeah, that's not that's not a side of them. But well, it's also they all came up. They've all been focused on getting to this point, and they're not used to the cameras and everything around them yet, probably. Yeah, but I think they could play that angle up some more. Like I know, um, like they have a the Star Wars thing they're into, or a, a Lego Star Legos, Wars thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you play that up some more um with the with with the Legos and stuff. And I'm sure there's some other locker room stuff that's sh- well, shenanigans happening that you could right, right. And we with. saw I mean, we we did see some of that with the Homer hose, with yeah, some mic'd up segments with the uh with the uh with what the, is with it? the bullpen the slang, cool, cool them, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the bullpen. So yeah. All right. Yeah, so it was good. It was good. Uh, well done, Orioles. Nice job, yep. production staff. Yeah. The, uh, the Orioles, speaking of production staff, they also announced their promotions this week. Ooh. For this upcoming season. Ooh, did, I know you love that. Well, we... I want to – did you see how they announced the promotions? Because I want to talk about this before we get to the promotions. I saw an X. I, I got to be honest. I'm a Battle Orioles fan. I saw an X. There was a video. I never even clicked on it. All right, I clicked, I clicked on, on the, the video. link for the promotions. I didn't watch the 30 second video. I'm sorry. The video was Mr. Splash making the announcement. Like it was like someone stole Mr. Splash's Homer hose. Okay. Uh, but then he was using that to announce this thing. Okay. And my question for you is Mr. Splash, the bird bath, the Homer hose, all that. Right. So that was something really magical last year. Because it kind of just came up naturally with the players. And the players created this. The Orioles have now taken it with the marketing side. And they're just rolling with it. And it's they're already doing it. It's the plan. I mean, they've got Mr. Splash making this video announcement. They got Mr. Splash out at the Orioles caravans to get your photo taken with Mr. Splash. They're, give, they're doing a Mr. Splash giveaway bobblehead. May 10th. Get your tickets. First 25,000 like, fans. Mr. Splash is now a mascot of the Orioles. Yeah. Is that I love is that does that take something away from the naturalness of, of it last year? Um, I'm curious to see. I assume they're not coming back with the Homer hose and stuff. 
I think it's uh, all coming back. No, the Homer Hose isn't coming back. The bird bath is. Yeah, but the bird bath is different. You're the Orioles. You know, you're the birds. Yeah, but the you whole I, I get that. But the whole point of the bird bath was to be to kind of spin off the Homer Hose. No, the Homer Hose was about being in your backyard playing wiffle ball. And yeah, and drinking drink out of the, the garden hose. hose. Yeah, you're not drinking out of the bird bath. I know, but the spraying of the bird bath was to get the the whole idea was uh, co-urban and you can do the sprinkler. Oh, to get the sprinkler splashed. and they get splashed and sprinkled out there to be part of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I like now. I'll tell you on Birdland Sports, we I retired all the bird bath stuff from last year because I was like, that's last year's stuff. We're gonna have something cool this year. And then I made some new birdbath shirts this week and Homer Hose shirts this week because it's coming back. And I, and it's very clear through the promotions that the birdbath splash zone is back for all for all home games. Yeah, I don't really care. And I mean, we'll see if the Homer Hose stuff is back. I don't really care that much. But I mean, I think my problem is my problem yeah, is it's ahead, a gimmick. What's your problem? My, my problem is it's a gimmick that was really fun and special for the players. And now it's been taken over by marketing and promotions. So it's not a player-driven thing anymore. So, so, do the so what could have been done, Josh? What could have been done? We should we should not do it anymore because it was a player's idea? No, I think you back off and you see what the players naturally do and you lean into that. But I guess, I don't know what else. I, I mean, I guess it's the same way as last year the Orioles were not doing the home run chain, but you could still go in the store and buy a home run chain. I right. guess it's the same thing. It's right. all right. Let's let this go on. Um, well, and I'm sure it helped ticket sales in that section. I'm sure it did. And you know what? If it's a Sunday afternoon, a Saturday afternoon, I want to be in that birdbath area because it is hot in Camden Yards in the summer out there. I, I don't want to be there. I'm afraid but, I'll be stuck with next to someone with a huge floaty. I can't even sit down because their floaties all bumping into me. Yeah, that's an issue. A bunch of crazy out there. But Promotion schedules out some cool things. You know, I love the bobbleheads and I believe it is five bobbleheads this year. Yeah. Uh, Have you marked your calendar? You're going to make any trip for these bobbleheads. I just going to, are you just going to go on X and say, Oh my guys, I need this bobblehead. Someone please give me this bobblehead. I will be, I will. Hey, every bobblehead I got last year, I think maybe one, a listener sent me the rest. I have paid people for, All right. So all right. I will either go on eBay or go on Facebook or Twitter and find someone to sit, mail me these bobbleheads. So we've right. got we've got April twenty seventh, Brandon Hyde, May tenth, Mister Splash, Anthony Santander, June first. Oh, assuming he's not traded. Okay. And that's a that right. Well, yeah, that'll be before the trade deadline. And it's a it's a walk off bobblehead of him dropping the bat, which is cool. And then there is a uh, Adley Rutschman. Switch hitter bobblehead with that they haven't showed the design yet. So I don't know how you celebrate Adley being a switch hitter. I'm not mm. sure how you do that as a bobblehead. Yeah, it'd be interesting. And then there is Gunnar Henderson, AL Rookie of the Year bobblehead. So those two they haven't showed designs of yet. But right. five bobbleheads. I'm a huge bobblehead guy. So I'm excited about that. They are also bringing back the Hawaiian shirt and the bucket hat. Yeah, I thought Hawaii the bucket field. hat. I thought the bucket hat kind of looks fire with the just the black bee on the one side and the city connect and all the splashy colors on the other side. I thought I, that kind of I kind of looked like that. That's the no. first floppy hat the Orioles have ever given away. That I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And I think they'll. And I think the uh, city connect Hawaiian shirt is pretty cool too. Yeah, no, I, oh, I like the Hawaiian shirt, too. There's a big push with these things. I mean, there's a lot of City Connect stuff. There's a lot of City Connect stuff. I figure it's the Orioles have a new logo they get to push out, so they yeah. get to do new things with it. But I like that. Um, I think they're doing, there's a soccer jersey. There's a beach towel. Um, there is a 90s throwback, like, Oriole hat. And there is an old T-shirt, like 70s Oriole font T-shirt. So some cool giveaways. I think the promotion team did a really good job this year with uh, with what they've announced so far. You didn't mention the hot dog, ketchup, and mustard and relish T-shirt. Yeah, because they did that a few years ago, and they're just bringing it back. It looks like the exact same shirt. 
So that's a fail. That's a that's a fail to me. They need more they because they need more people wearing their shirts. So in the hot dog race, they can show people in jumbotron. Right, like that's why I didn't say, oh, they're doing a wristlet because they've done that before. But yeah, the hot dog race shirt. I also have a problem. The Orioles are smart with the hot dog race shirt because it's a simple red, yellow, or green shirt that says Orioles and your mustard. Here's the problem. They did it for Monday, May 27th. And that's it. They should have done an entire series where Monday you get ketchup, Tuesday you get relish, Wednesday you get mustard. And made it a three t-shirt giveaway and pack out the stadium for three nights instead of come and you'll get one of the three shirts. And then you just hope your whole family doesn't get ketchup. So that would be fans, you got to talk to Josh. He's the idea man. I would that's I would mix that up because why not make a weekend a hot dog weekend and you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday? <laughs> Because you know I would buy tickets to all three, and there's many people who would. So I yeah. would um, – What's the uh, – excuse my ignorance here, and there's not a picture yet because it's not till August, but what's the City Connect rope cap? What's a rope cap? Do you know what that is? A, a rope cap. Ooh, is that like a fisherman cap? Rope cap. I, at first uh, I was a rope cap, cape because they do capes sometimes. No, a rope cap is, have you seen like the, uh, I think it's like a fisherman cap or whatever, where it's a baseball cap, but there's a piece of rope where the brim is and the, and the, and the top of the hat. You know what I'm talking about? No, but I just Googled rope cap and yeah, I see him. I, I don't really, I don't understand. I didn't know that was a style of hat. I, don't, I think it's like know. a, like a beach club thing or, or fisherman or something. It's like a sailor okay. baseball cap. So yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I've been away from uh, Eastern Shore too long. What I find really interesting is that last year we saw attendance really go up with the with the team, which means it's going to continue to go up this year with all the hype and expectations. Which means those crowds for those for the for the bucket hat for the for the shirts uh, uh, for the bobbleheads those are going to be some big lines and some big crowds so it's exciting to see like the uh santander bobblehead is against the rays so that means a big crowd for the rays the yeah. ketchup mustard shirts which are going to be popular is a monday night with the red Sox. that's no or that's a monday that's memorial day so that's normally a mid crowd anyway that's going to be a little bit bigger so it's cool to see how they've put these like mr splash bobblehead that's the Diamondbacks coming to town on a Friday night. That's going to be a small crowd in early May with the Diamondbacks in town. But with that bobblehead is going to bring in 20,000 plus people. So it's going to be cool to see these lower. They didn't. The Orioles in the past loved to do bobbleheads on like Yankee games and stuff. And the crowds already come for those. So the fact that they're doing it on the when the Diamondbacks are in town, the A's, the Angels, People who aren't going to bring that big crowd is fun to see. I like that. I, I think they did a much better job laying out the schedule this year as well. You didn't get to the spring training giveaways like uh, no, because seniors stroll the bases on the March 4th. Well, spring training All promotions. Fans 60 years and older can run around the bases. Well, and, and when they give stuff away at spring training, it is mostly leftover stuff from the year before. Like, so, like, for instance, is not a thing. You can grasp your hand. It's an experience that's going to last a lifetime. So I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Well, look at March 17th as the Orioles give away an Orioles rally towel. That, oh, you know what? That's the same one we get printed for the playoffs. Yeah. Or, and March 22nd, I have that Orioles cap. Yes. I have that. Yes. They gave that away a couple years ago. <laughs> so that's always the fun thing about the, uh, about the Orioles spring schedule. Now, like March 8th, which is an Oriole game I'm going to go to, it is an Adley Rutschman spring training t-shirt. So that oh, is a, a new you, shirt. Because you didn't have any Orioles t-shirts, so that's perfect for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, because it – but that's all right. It's spring training. I'm not there to get the giveaways. I'm there to see Jackson Holiday. Okay, since you won't be able to see him in the regular season. Whatever. I'm going to go up and see him for opening day in Baltimore, too. I got oh, really? Uh, I'm going, uh, yeah, I got to book that flight as well. But yeah, I haven't even thought about that yet. I got to figure that schedule out. Stewie Jr. on YouTube was just saying that he did purchase games today specifically in the Splash Zone. 
All right. Well, I don't because, think yeah, regular, Jr. is his real name. Regular, regular tickets went on sale today. And yes, you're probably right. That is not his real name, I would assume. Yeah. No, but that no, that's cool. I I think, yeah, I mean, I think the splash zone is a draw, and I'm it's cool they're bringing it back. Uh, and I'm, I don't know if they're going to bring back all the celebrations, but I think that I, definitely the bird bath is here to stay. Like I said, I'm torn. I also think the wall is going to stay where it is. <laughs> yeah, the wall's staying. Yeah. No, though, the Hilton might go away. And I want to take, a, uh, you know, did you see that there was a new owner of the Baltimore Sun? Uh, I saw I saw a lot of people complaining about it. A lot of, lot of it. people are complaining the about it. Yeah. I, I got excited for one reason. Yeah. Is there any chance this new owner can pay the Orioles to put the sun sign back up? Because I missed the sun sign on the Jumbotron. Oh. So I know we're talking about doing a new Jumbotron. I, I, I assume this guy has money. I don't know anything about him, but yeah. He's a local guy. Owns like Fox 45, I think. Okay. And uh, Sinclair. So I think he owns 98 Rock as well, or at least used to. So I'd like him to spend the Suns money. He says he's paid six figures for the Sun. I'd like him to take a little bit more and put the Sun sign back. Six figures, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. feel like you could launch your own newspaper, like the Baltimore Banner or something for, for cheaper. No, no. I thought it'd go more than that. Oh, really? It's a... But the bottom were sun. I know it's a legacy. It is a legacy paper. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. Yeah, it was six. Well, all right. So, but anyway, I'm hoping he brings the sun back, and then I don't care about his politics. Just put the sign back in Camden Yards, and I'm happy. And then, hey, I see the Hilton has lots of problems, so maybe we can tear that down. Yeah. Um. I also want to mention before we get out of here, those Josh, the arbitration. So just yeah. real quick, um. This past week, you know, the Orioles tried to they they tendered a contract to everybody, right? So everyone got a contract. We were debating would Mateo would arise. Right. Everyone. They tendered a contract to everybody. So then it's just a matter of kind of finding the right number. And they reached contracts with, with everybody except for um Hayes, O'Hearn, Coulomb, Perez, and Webb. The difference yes. is real quick. Hayes won six point three. I'm surprised we can get all these numbers, which is interesting. O's offered 5.85. O'Hearn wants 3.8. Um, O's offered 3.2. Coulomb wants 2.4. O's offered 2.2. Perez wants 1.4. O's offered 1.1. Webb wants 1 million. O's offered 925,000. Uh, Josh, are you pleased that they got all the other deals done? Do any of these undone deals uh, make you feel a certain way? Any thoughts on the arbitration deals that have been done and those that have not been done? It's great. I don't feel either way they're all going to get done before the season starts. They're all going to get done before spring training starts. Um, I did talk to one of the agents, and he has no con- no concerns. It'll get knocked out right away and get taken care of. Because it's really when you're talking half a million dollars, it's not that 500000 or whatever. It's not that big a deal. Well, then why is it done? It'll get done. Why don't they just say two fifty each? I they'll probably end up with four hundred or something. I don't know, but it'll get taken care of. No, it won't. It, it won't get taken care of, Josh. It's going to end up. What it's going to end up with is um, him at five point eight five. All right, you're saying he's, the play, he's not going to make a saying, dime more. You're saying the, that the Orioles win whenever it goes longer. Like yeah, that. I'm saying all these are not going to work, get worked out. They're all going to go to arbitration, and the Orioles are going to win all of them. Okay, then it is what it is. It's. What's the big deal? Well, there's some people, Josh. Is it, Twitter, it does, are you thinking it then concerns? You think that then people don't want to stay in Baltimore? Well, and some people think, say, well, I can't get the deal done now. Coolum was one of your most important bullpen arms, and you're not going to sign him over $200,000. What are you doing? Just give him $200,000 and be done with it. Move on. Some people say that. Why don't you just do it and move on? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I try not to. I try not to focus too much on the the money side like that because it is pennies compared to what other teams are spending. Yeah, that's I mean that's true. I mean, that's true. And I mean, if like you think our about arbitration it, numbers is the loose chain inside of Otani's couch. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it though, if they, I mean, if you add up all the numbers this year. The Orioles are fighting over about $3 million, a little, a little less than $3 million if you add up all these right, numbers. Right. That's one ball player. Oh, not even. Yeah. But if you take this over 10 years, 
you have these similar arguments over 10 years. That's 30 million dollars. Right. That's all of a sudden is uh a year set of year of Jackson Holiday. So I assume yeah. they're gonna save all these nickels and dimes and they're putting them on a piggy bank that says Jackson Holiday on it. And once they get enough, they're gonna give it to Jackson. So it's the, here you go. So really the Austin breaking Hayes, pace of emergency. Yeah. So Austin or, Hayes is I guess doing us a more, favor by not reaching a deal. So we can save a little bit of money. Okay. And give it to Jackson later. Got it. It's not the emergency fund. It's the vacation fund. It's the it's the family puts all their pennies in and say, hey, one day that's going to take us to Disney World. Well, yeah. for us, one day it's going to sign Gunner or Adley or Jackson. Long well, term. One of them. And we got another solution for the other one. That's going to sign Jackson. And you know how we're going to sign um, Gunner? How? Two words. Sleeve patches. <laughs> oh, well, that, that was the... Uh, <laughs> Unofficial announcement this week is that we worked out a deal with the sleeve patches. Yeah, it and it, it was, yeah, it was it was about a Gunner Henderson. It was, <laughs> it was about Gunner, Gunner Henderson. Yeah, it was like one Gunner Henderson a year. Um, like each year of that contract is a year of Gunner. So we do a ten years of the patches. Yeah, they said five five years, seventy five million for a T Row Price uh, uniform patch. Yeah, so let's call it 10 years. That's what we're doing right now. All right. 10 years, 150, and just give that to Gunner. Um, all right, all right. So it's the, I like I like it. I like it. I just and we'll even bump it to 200. 10 years, 200, and we'll right. give it to Gunner. I wish that T-Row Price could, like, make that restriction. Like, yeah, we're going to sign this patch, but this money goes specifically to extending Gunner Henderson. This isn't yeah. the... If you don't give it to Gunner, you don't get it at all. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, when you've wanted some people that like to donate to, to like colleges, but they're like, that money means my name's on this building. Right. You earmark it to certain same times. thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I'm going to earmark it to the Gunner Henderson, the keep Gunner Henderson. Yeah. In I wish we could do that when we went to the team store, we buy our items team store and they give you a little kind of checkbox item. Yeah. Where, where do you float. want the profits from this money to go to into, you know, Peter Angelos's coffers. Right. Um, into John Angelos's lawyer bills, and you, yeah. you have a whole list of things into finding Brady Anderson. Oh, that you have would, a whole list of things, and you pick where you want the money to go. They should let season ticket holders do that. Where it's like, which of these six players do you think the Orioles should extend? And we all get to vote, and 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 you get a one vote for every dollar you spend. Yeah, there you go. I'd be more like to buy tickets if if some I knew some of my money was right. going to this guy. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it go. The money goes to that guy, but it kind of tells the Orioles where what the season ticket holders feel. Oh, no, it's got to mean it goes to that guy. Maybe it doesn't go to that guy. I'm just Bump saying. Like it goes to well, the guy. It goes to that guy. Clearly, they gotta they gotta make. If it doesn't money. go to that guy, it comes back to me. No, I'm just saying a neat way for the fans to kind of say where they're at. Okay. No, I'm trying. I'm not. I'm doing more than that. I'm putting my money where their mouth is. Yeah, but but the owners got to make some money. You know that. All right, well, hey, sometimes I'll pick. Peter Lynch's call, 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 coffers just to make it feel better. I'll, right. I'll put that sometimes. All right, gotcha. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, or, I'll or you know, it'll be like when you donate to like whatever at the grocery store where you can round up. So how about yeah. when I go to the team store, it says, "Would you like to round up to keep Gunnar Henderson in Baltimore?" Yeah, if there was a round up for Gunnar <laughs> Henderson, fine. Yeah. I never do the round up. I'd be honest. No. I never do the round up. I always say no. Right, a round up to um, keep Gunnar Henderson. I, yeah, I don't round up for kids for cancer, but I round up for Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, I round That's, up for you're Gunner. sick, Josh. You're sick for saying that. I hate the roundups. <laughs> I, I, I do too. Button. I'm a very charitable person. The I do only lots thing of charities. Then the roundups. Me into giving to a charity. Tell me about yeah. your charity. I might give it to you. Don't try to trick me with the roundups. Right, right. The only thing worse than the roundups is the uh, tips. Do you want a tip, even though this is an automated teller and you did everything yourself? Don't even. Don't even, I won't even now go to certain establishments that do the tip. I go to coffee shops that don't ask for tips. I, I had now, a guy. I, I now I choose where I go based on that, based on who's asking for tips. I do. Yeah. Oh, totally. I had a guy come this week and clean my carpets. You know, it's, we got a new house, so we needed someone to come and steam the carpets every six months or so, keep them nice and fresh, nice and new. And he came in and he used that little square thing. To, for you to pay and you put your card in and then it pops up on the phone and it's like, do you want to add a tip? And it gives like three options before he even handed me the phone. You know what he pressed? What? 
No tip. He didn't even see. He just skipped past the page. Didn't even Wait. ask me. I was so proud of that guy. I then talked to him about it. How his Cowboys suck. He he, he might. He'd probably not give uh, a, a worker. He's probably the. I would imagine that's a small company. Maybe he's the owner. No, it's Stanley Steamer. It's a oh, it's Stanley Steamer. Oh, I thought it was just some local. No, no, it's not like Joe. Right. I steam carpets. That. Yeah, I thought maybe it was Joe. And so, of course, Joe wouldn't ask for a tip for his own company. Okay. No, no, no. But I was just, I was just happy that the guy just bypassed that altogether. So, um, speaking of putting your money where your mouth is, yeah. and and wanting to choose where to donate your money to, we got two new Patreon members this week. Oh, look at us. We get we got rid of the ads. Yes. Thank I goodness. told you. I told you guys that we made like 40 bucks off ads or something a month. And I yeah. said, you can we didn't even push Patreon. I said, join our Discord, do whatever. We'll find ways. We know 336ers take care of us, so we'll take care of it. And we got two new Patreon members. So it's a good chance to remind you. You can go join our Discord. Uh somehow Discord links expire. So just hit me up on on Twitter or whatever, if or Facebook, if you can't find the link, and I'll send you a new link. But you can also go over to section 336.com. Pin that on our Twitter or something, right? I did, and then it expires. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't know how that works. Okay. But I like know that. A shout out to those Patreon members. That's cool. We, we appreciate you all. Yeah. So we got new, two new Patreon members this week Callie and Len. Thank you guys for joining. Thanks. You guys are the real coconuts, the real 336ers, and we appreciate that so much and then as well as that like i said go over to your discord you can find i'm all over the place you can join patreon and sponsor us there by clicking on i believe it says sponsor at the top at at section336.com i think there's even a link where you can just paypal us directly if you don't want to sponsor us you can just send us cash now i did want to bring up one question to you matt be based on one of our new Patreon members who then sent a message over in Discord. Oh, I must have my Discord loaded or something. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. So he was saying how the Marlins need guys, and he's wondering if we could possibly do you see us working with the Marlins, trading Kowser or Kerstead to land Lazardo. Yeah. Or another pitcher. You think there's anything like that? I heard that they want a, a starting shortstop and catcher. I don't know yeah. if that's uh, we we can give them a starting shortstop. Hey, Joey jo- Ortiz, right. Ortiz, Jordan Westberg. T- t- what what about what about that catcher that we've got? That's like Sam Basalo. Yeah, yeah, or Basayo. Um, no, he's too good. Um, I, I really don't want the Orioles to trade him. I really see like by the time he'll be ready, he can learn behind Adley for a couple years, and then. He might be better than Adley. Yeah, I haven't watched enough Jesus Lazardo. I know he's young; he's under control for a while. I, I, I'll be honest, Josh. I have become convinced. I am convinced that Dylan Cease. I listened to. I don't even listen to baseball tonight, but they had some dude on there, a recurring guest. I forget. I forget who they have on there. But talking, you know, comparing Dylan Cease. You know who's compared to at this point in his, in his career? Who? Compared him to to Garrett Cole and Max what? Scherzer. That's who we compared Dylan Cease to. Dylan Cease, really? That's what that the comparison he made. This is a young pitcher who okay. still has the electric stuff, who's still working to hone it, and with the right coaching and the right system, which Josh, by the way, we have. We have the best pitching, coaching, and development. We did announce pitching staff uh pitching staff officially this this week as well. That's fine. Don't get me sidetracked here. Yep. I, I've become convinced that um we need to go out and get Dylan Cease. I know the price is probably too high for a guy who had an ERA of four and a half last year. I get do you, it. Do you think um, they're going to try to hold him until the until trade deadline? I, if they do, they're idiots. They're idiots. Uh, and what? But I can't blame them because we were idiots with Manny Machado. We've been idiots time and time again. But if they hold him, when I'm sure the Orioles have a good deal to offer them, then they're idiots. Um, I do know we can offer better packaging and anybody else. I do know we should be able to get Dylan Seeds without Basayo. Without obviously Jackson Holiday, even without Kerstet, um, I think we should be able to, even without Kobe Mayo, depending on who you like more, Kowser or Mayo, um, I think we can still be able, should be able to get him without giving up your top three prospects, whoever that is in your mind. Um, so I think we should, and I think we should go out and get him. Um, and I think the White Sox should do the deal because it'd be better for them because we can get the White Sox three or four really good prospects. That are majorly ready right now, 
And I don't if I'm the if I'm the White Sox, I'm pulling the trigger now. If I'm the Orioles, I'm pulling the trigger now. But I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what happens. But I, I really am I'm all aboard the Dylan Cease train. I, I, I want to see that trade happen. I, I hope. I would like it. I don't have much hope for it, but I, I'm hopeful. I would love to see it. Um yeah. Matt, we always tell people to go on over to iTunes and write us a review or the podcast app, whatever it is. Uh, we did not, I do not have a new podcast review for you. Okay. But hashtag we, sad. But we did get an email. Oh, an so email. I, thought I'd share an email I didn't even know we had an email address. Okay. <laughs> we do. And Simon uh, sent us an email, and you can do that. There's a contact form on section336.com where you can send us an email through, and that's what Simon did. Right, Simon cool. is from North Yorkshire. Do you know where that is? I assume somewhere in the UK. It is. It's England. Yeah. Hi. Firstly, love the podcast. I thought you might be interested to hear that there's a European Orioles fans WhatsApp group who are a passionate group of fans, as you can imagine. We talk O's and baseball every single day, but due to time zones, we have a curfew where we don't discuss games until noon the next day and give <laughs> like everyone a chance to catch up. That's good. Uh, and in the morning, if the game starts after 10 p.m. UK time, the group is a mixture of British and French O's fans, includes some expats who now live in Europe. If you could give the Mats, Mikes, Enzos, Elliots, and all the European WhatsApp O's a shout out, we'd appreciate it. I also wonder what your thoughts are on the O's and other teams not catering very well to non-US fans. For example, there isn't even a remote club membership option. Cheers. Keep up the good pod in Simon. Now, I love that email because it's someone from, I love the fact that our little podcast, that uh, it goes all the way over the seas and people over in England and French people are listening to it. I love that. I love what That's I can, cool. can look and see all the different countries that Section 336 goes to. Je veux Okay, just a little shout out to my French people. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, all right sure. So I'm out talk to the english people because i can speak english okay but i would like all of them to come join us on discord because i love our our conversations there but we but we, but we but, don't have the curfews yeah, but i'll tell you what curfews. i don't know i've watched i've watched oreo games from uh zambia and uh and i don't think i watched any. maybe i watched one from england so i understand that time difference everything but yes the orioles don't do a great job with uh, a family for outside of local birdland in Baltimore. It would be cool if they had like official club memberships or something for people out of state, out of country. I don't know how you do that. I don't know if it's something that like European soccer clubs do a little better. I'm not familiar, but there's something about kicking that fanhood. I think major league baseball as a whole is really starting to grow internationally. And I think Otani's a sign of that. But yeah, it would be cool if the Orioles did something to like be like Birdland is everywhere. Like, for instance, I have this idea for Birdland Sports where I was going to make a ripoff of those shirts that have like the state and then it says home, but it would say Birdland. Because for me, Birdland is Florida. For you, Birdland's in Georgia. Birdland extends all the way down here. So I think there would be it would be cool. And maybe it's a Birdland sport place to hold it where some type of Birdland UK representation would be cool for all the countries. Yeah, I mean, my son was crying the other day talking about discriminating against certain fan bases that he felt like this started because of the basketball game at Mercer. And they said we couldn't go because the game didn't start till seven. They started crying, saying that, like, sports hates kids because all this <laughs> stuff starts at seven <laughs> or not- later. And they don't want kids to watch sports at all. And he would always get set at baseball when the games went too, too late. Um, so yeah, but now I told him, and this is what she cheered him up when he was upset. I said, all, all the, the Orioles home early. games, six thirty, son. Yes. So love it. Still can't stay up the whole game, but right. we're gonna make it to the fifth inning. So let's still go. doesn't help the UK that much because that's still no. like a nine yeah. o'clock something start. Yeah. But it's all right, but no, that's cool. We we appreciate that email. We yeah, appreciate thanks for the email. Members. Uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, Keep make sure. Coming. Yeah, share section 336 over in that WhatsApp group. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, and we could use a review, so go to iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Now's the time. We're about a month, just under a month from uh, 
spring training. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Yep. You can follow us on X. You can follow me at Section 336. You can follow the show at Section 336 Show. You can follow Josh on X. At Josh Sroka and at Birdland Sports. And check out birdlandsports.com. There's some new shirts up. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Go Ravens.